Okay. All right. We are at the top of um, Samach Dalad, 64. Uh, we're in the middle of a fascinating Gemara uh, where we're talking about that scapegoat. It's so fascinating because it's just so different, you know, the, what goes on with it. So by regular Kobanos, we had a concept that, um, uh, that they're no good if they're called Mechusser's man. If they're not old and if they're, they haven't reached the right time, there's a time reason that they can't be offered. Usually, that's if it's a baby. You know, it's, uh, it's less than eight days old or it has, depending on, sometimes it's, it's, um, it has to be a year old and it's less than a year. So that's called Mechusser's man. And so our question is, why would we need to teach that by the, um, the scapegoat? Um, at any rate, you're not offering in the base amygdala, you're thrown off the cliff. So uh, why would we need to teach that? But we mentioned that in order to get in the lottery, it had to be eligible to be an offering. So it already was at that age. So where would there be a scenario where uh, in the middle of the service, uh, the, somehow the scapegoat would not be eligible because of age, man. So why do we need to teach that, it's no, uh, that there is this problem by the scapegoat? The Rebbe has a very creative answer. Um, the answer is the following. There's a halacha in the Torah called oso espino, which is that we don't kill a mother and its young on the same day. Um, uh, the, and that's, uh, the rule is, let's say, if you killed a mother animal, you shechted a mother animal, so you're not allowed to eat the ne- that baby, the, ne- the child, the next, that day. You have to wait till the next day. Uh, that's, that's forbidden to use. So what happens... If somebody uh, shechted the scapegoat's mother on uh, that day, so you would uh, normally be forbidden to uh, shecht it that day. Ah, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's very good. The going to ask that. So that's Rava's answer. Rava says, Kigon. So the question, the Mora has a different scenario. Who's shechting on Yom Kippur? <laughs> like, you know, but we're, nobody's well, you eating. For, uh, you do for, regular, for the carbonos of the day. Right, well, right, but they wouldn't have used the goat, you know, the mother goat and the baby goat. But assuming right. that, right. assuming that the base amigdush isn't the one who shechted it, so who would be shechting goats on Yom Kippur? So Rabbi says, "Kigon beso." Somebody's sick and they need some goat steak. V'shachet imo v'yom kipurim, and you shechted uh, the mother of this goat to give some sick person needs some desperate goat steak, uh, you know, to get better. So um, uh, there, that would, and the, in that case, uh, Viki Hai Gafna. Well, okay, so. Assuming um, you know the lineage of the goats. I mean, assuming, you, right, that's right. Are that, we that careful about the. So the that's knowledge. a good question. Like, do we always know their families, the history? Like, you know, how's your mom doing? Oh, we checked it her today. Uh, <laughs> right, I right. Will, I will tell you, actually, subliminally, track of whose families it is. So I don't know if you can hear this. Uh, Michael Siegel has cows, and so we were asking the question, do you even know who an animal's mother is? And he's saying that he knows his animals. He knows who's... This one is this. This is this mama. Really? Okay. I don't do that, but a lot of them do that. But uh, part of that reason is because I know when I have to get rid of the bull. I don't know if that's applicable for goats, but get rid of the bull. 
Yeah, because then there's too much incest. Oh, 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 oh. Right. So, so there, it might yeah. be a different reason. I'm I see. Sure. All right. But, but, but sometimes they know, or the one who sells it knows, and so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure the one that sells it. Um, so in that case, that's why we need the Pusik. Let's just see Rashi real quick. Rav Omar Mechusser's man. The... Yeah, <laughs> right. so he said the animal that's uh, not yet ready to be brought to Itzra Krola Sir Hamishtaleach that we need a special pasuk by Sir Hamishtaleach to tell you that the scapegoat uh, can't be t- uh, missing time. He go and Shahayolo Lamilam. There was a person who sells it to the Tibor, the 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 animal salesman has the chola besokbe. So somebody in his house who's sick. Shemuter lechal love Yom Kippurim that is permitted on Yom Kippur v'shachas imo shosir and he shechted the mother of this goat shenasim mechusers man and now this goat uh, is forbidden to be shechted mishum osos mano and this happened la'achas shehigrolov. What's interesting, it almost sounds like from Rashi that it's the responsibility of the one who sells it not to shech the mother that day because he's going to mess up the base of Migdosh, right? But at any rate, yeah. Yeah, so now the Gemara has has uh, has question. Um, well, that's true if you can't shecht a, a baby on the day that you shechted its mother. Uh, you're not shechting this. This is going down the cliff. Yeah, so Amri Bamarava, they say in Eretz Yisrael, pushing it down the cliff, that's its, its shkita. That's oh, a, um, okay. and so the Torah says don't don't process two animals in one day. So even though it's not shkita, but the, it takes the place of shkita. Yeah. Okay. So then we said um, we want to know what you do if one of the two uh, has has an event. We were yesterday yesterday we were saying it has a heart attack or whatever. But uh, one of the two goats uh, dies in the middle of the ceremony. And you no longer have the pair. You ne- in other words, in order for the ceremonies to work, you need them both to be intact. So im shel shem meis. So there are two scenarios. One is that the one of Hashem dies, and the other is that the uh, the scapegoat dies. So uh, we said that you can't just bring a single one to replace it, but according to most opinions, you have to bring another pair. Uh, so, and, and uh, you bring the other pair, and then you redo the lottery, and then you do the replacement. So the question was, and I believe somebody asked it at the time, so how does the replacement work? So Omar Rav, Rav says, Sheni Shebezug Rishon, what happens to the one that was good? In other words, you had two, and one of them uh, had, a, had an incident, and the other one is fine. And then we said you can't replace it with one because the replacements need to go through the lottery. So you bring two to replace it. So now you have... So who's the odd man out over here is the question. So the first view is that the second one, the living one, and the first pair you bring, Shani Shebezug Shani, the substitute that's part of the second pair that you don't need as a substitute. You only brought him so you could do the lottery he gets to go out to pasture. He gets the easy life. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yochanan says no. He says, Sheni Shebezug, Sheni Shebezug Rishon. He says no. The first one that lost its pair, now he gets the good life. He doesn't have to go down the cliff. He gets to go to pasture. Sheni Shebezug, Sheni Yakriv. The second of the second group gets brought. So that's the, that's the debate here is that who who is the one... Um, Who's the one that gets uh, that doesn't go through the service? Is it the right. the first one that lost its pair, 
or is it the replacement one uh, that's not really needed as a replacement for the one that's still alive? It had to come in pairs because that's the, that's the rule. So that, that's the question. What's the argument? An animal that's alive uh, doesn't get rejected. Uh, in other words, when it's, uh, there, where, there is a concept of a korban being uh, nidcha. It means that at some point we said it's not eligible, and it stays uneligible. That nidcha gets pushed away. We, just like we don't bring rejects uh, to a korban. We don't bring a blemished animal. We don't, so this idea, we don't bring something that's been a nidcha pushed away. So, uh, but that's only if the animal was dead already. But if the animal is alive, so it could still be brought. You could, uh, you could uh, still bring it. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, Balei Nidkin is a rejection. It is rejected. So, and therefore, since uh, there was a time when you couldn't bring it because it was missing its pair, so uh, you, it goes to pasture and you start with the second group. Okay, so we have both opinions. Now we'll fight it out a little bit. My time it around. So what's the reason of Rab the Yalmuchusersman? He said he learns from the case where an animal's missing time, where an animal can't be brought because it's the wrong time. Mechusersman. How does Mechusersman work? Lav, it doesn't work. Even though right now it can't be brought, Kihadr Mexi, as soon as it gets old enough, no problem. Shaperdami, it's okay. Hachanami Loshna. In other words, if you have a problem, as long as the problem gets fixed, it should be okay. What was the problem here? It lost its mate. It lost the scapegoat, or the scapegoat lost the one Lashem. So you replace it. So even though it was temporarily put on hold, it was temporarily rejected or pushed, pushed away, Nitka, but just like an animal that's not old enough, once it gets old enough, it's acceptable. There's a famous story there, uh, which, which there was a great goat who was, uh, uh, they was uh, trying to get a rabbinic position. And they were saying, the problem is he's too young. They weren't sure. So he said, that's a temporary fault. You know, it's, uh, you know, just wait a little while. And then, you know, it's, uh, it'll be, you know, you can get over youth, you know. It, it's, uh, yeah. I, I know they have to be brought in pairs. But yeah. the idea is that why they're supposed to be, look alike, they're supposed to be the same value. So what if the goat that you find looks just like the goat that you have left? In other words, you had to... Right. One died, or one got a mumps, and now you have a single goat. What if you find a goat that looks... Well, I was wondering the other way. What if yeah. it doesn't look alike, so it, would that like be a yeah. reason to invalidate it, right? It's the, All right, in other words, they actually have to come to the base on Mikdash as a couple, so to speak? Twins, right. Twins, you know, they're supposed to come looking alike, Oh, right? you want to know something? That's interesting. You know, goats have twins, by, by default. Oh, that's their normal... That's their normal... Well, puppies have you know, litters, so... Oh, okay. Goats have... Have oh, I see. Twins. It's uh-huh. very rare for them to have three at a time. Uh-huh. I see. Interesting. If they uh-huh. have, you know, right, right, yeah, right. three would be the perfect. If you had triplets, that would be you could <laughs> you bring the yeah, let's bring the other one. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so I don't know the answer to Rabbi Cohen's question. To what extent do they have to? In other words, the the if you're going to offer the first one still together with the replacements, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a twin of the replacements because the the first right. pair looked alike. And then the second pair looks alike. But who said the first pair looks like the second pair? Right. Unless you, you're able to somehow engineer that. Uh, yeah, but but I don't think it's so hard to get a whole nother, uh, another set of twins, now that I think about it. Uh-huh. I didn't see. you say a couple of days ago that, that even if they weren't alike, still be Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. That's only the chathila, but video is correct. Yeah. So, um, but the proof, that right now we're dealing with the question of what's called a reject or nidcha. 
Reject is actually stronger than nidka. Nidka means it's pushed away. Right now we say, wait a second, put the service on hold. There's no pair. So now we got a pair. But the question is, once it's put on hold, can you accept it? Or do we look at it as anytime something has a reason that it's not used, we don't then bring it back. So the proof is, from an animal that's too young, that's called Nechusr's man, if we tried to bring it and we said, wait a second, no babies here, and then 30 days later you bring it, it's old enough, we do accept it. That's the proof he wants to bring that there's no such thing as a reject. So he says, Midami, how do you compare? Hasam lois chazeklau. When a baby's not eligible, it's, it hasn't yet reached the age where it's eligible. Hacha, over here, it was eligible, and then it got rejected. So uh, this isn't really a proof. You want to know a case where there's a reason to put a hold on an animal. They have this in factories. They put like a tag on it, you know, like uh, it's, uh, they put a hold on it. And, you know, the question is, can, who's authorized to take off that tag? You know, someone put a hold on it, whatever reason. So in the base of English, when they put a hold, this originally was going to be used, and they put a hold on it. The other one did, was never uh, eligible. Where does Rav learn off the Malmum over? He learns from a temporary blemish. If an animal has a temporary blemish, uh, and when it gets healed, you could try again. Balmum over. What's the rule? Right in the middle of the page. A blemish that passes. Even though right now you try to offer it, we say no. Once it heals and it looks good, it's no problem. Here also, it's a temporary problem. You need to have a pair. We get the pair and then we bring it in. Loshna. So that's what he wants to say. Uh, it should be acceptable even though we temporarily put a hold on it. And how do you know um, that a temporary blemish uh, can later on be try again? How do you know it's going to heal? Right. Well, I, I guess you don't know, but if it does heal, how do you know you can accept it at that point? Well, and we don't say... The idea of a reject was once it's rejected, we never give it another look. That's the question. So, uh, but if it doesn't heal, you're right. Then it's uh, it's not a balmum over. It's a balmum, what they call kavua, permanent blemish. So, how do you know? Because it, it, it has, it, the word mushkas means like it breaks, it gets in it, a, 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 there's a blemish in it. So, something that has a permanent blemish will not be pleasing in Hashem's eyes. However, uh, but if it's temporary, uh, it would work. So he understood that the Torah only emphasizes that the blemish in it, that that's going to last forever, but if it passes, uh, it understood from that wording that it would be acceptable. So that's the way he reads the Pasuk. So that's one opinion. What is the opinion who rejects it? He says, in, in, specifically by a temporary wound, that if it passes, it would be acceptable. But all other rejects, once it's pushed away, it's rejected, that's it. We won't take another look at it. So that's the exception. The exception is if it has a, a temporary blemish, we'll let it back in. But if there's any other reason that it's not eligible at one point, uh, once it's nidka, it stays rejected. So we have, again, we have these two opinions about something that, uh, in this case, that uh, the... Uh, the, one of the goats was missing a partner, and then it was rejected, it was put on hold, can that be fixed or not? Uh, that's the question. Is, it, is this talking about, like, weeks before Yom Kippur? Oh, even on Yom Kippur. What happened is that they, they, uh, one of the pair dies on Yom Kippur. One of the goats drops dead. Right. And so right now, at this moment, you can't continue on with the service with that because it's lacking the pair. 
and then you replace it. So then the question, though, is, once it was put on hold, it was called a nitka, pushed off, can that come off? Or do you have... Uh, but uh, the chance of that coming off the day of Yom Kippur... It has to. They have to get the pair. They, I know, but, but so that one... Right, but, but why would you even consider that one as healing itself so it doesn't have a moon anymore because it would be moved because Yom Kippur would be done by then. Right, so they have to get it that morning because they, 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 they have a lish, they have a chamber where they keep like substitutes. Oh, yeah. So uh, if, yeah. if it loses its pair... Heal. So a temporary moon means it, it doesn't matter the way it, Right, but then by that time... So we want to know, can you, can you compare this to... A, uh, you're right. In other words, if an animal had a wound, that one's never going to heal in time. Right. But we see that when it does heal, it's accepted. So here also we're trying to say, right, that's it. We're trying to say where the problem of it lacking a mate... What would it be accepted for, though? As a regular Corbin. You can, in other words, even yeah, if it once had a... It's got its arm in a sling, right? You bring it 30, you come back a month or two later, okay. that's fine. So... Um, so the proof is that it, it will be accepted if it heals over correctly. Correct, that's right. Not, not, that not necessarily that day, right, or Yom Kippur. So, too, we should accept the Yom Kippur goat now that has the pair back. So, or, not, or do you say, so we're trying to say this, this is unusual, but most things, once they're rejected, they stay rejected. Right. So we have two opinions on that right. about this din of nidka. Once it's rejected, it stays rejected. And we're still in the middle. So what do they do with each other's pastuk? Rav, hahu. Uh, Behen be'enayuhu delo miratza. He uses it for a different drasha, which is that when it's in front of us, we can't accept a blemished animal. But they taruvis. But if somehow they all the they've got so many animals, parts of animals coming in together, if somehow it gets uh, it gets lost, like where was the animal that had the broken, you know, that had the blemish? Now, but a blemished animal is not treif. It's just not not beautiful. It's uh. It's a blemish. It has the so the blemished animal somehow gets processed, and then a hunk of meat gets put up there on the ramp, and uh, now it's like together with all the other parts. How are you going to stop it? So uh, do you have to like throw everything out? Like what do you do? So he wants to say that it's only when you see it that you know it's not nice to bring a blemished animal to Hashem. When you see it, you have to stop it. But if it's already together with those other pieces and nobody can see it, then you could bring it. If it's like mixed in, then you could bring it. Because it's not, as we learned, if you have a whole bunch of perfect animals that get mixed in with an imperfect animal. If you already did one, so you can do the rest. If you already did the leg of one of them, then you could do all the legs. Because as long as you, is it possible that the blemish isn't here, he says it's okay. But they said, even if you did all of them except one, he says you've got to put a hold on it. It's a question of, uh, is, does it have to be that it's possible that it's not here, or does it doesn't make no difference? You've got to throw it out. The Edach, and, and where does he learn it out? Nachle, mi bum, behen, in it. The Edach, bum, behem, lo darish. The question of making these drushes of how strict are we with a potentially blemished animal mixed in with others. Uh, even if Balachaim... Okay, now we have a new question. All right. Let's say there's no such concept as a reject. So that means we have no reason not to bring the first one that's alive. Again, what happened is you had two healthy goats come into the base of Migdash and they made the lottery. And one was picked for Hashem and one was picked... 
uh, to go down the cliff. And before, uh, before the service proceeded further, one of them died. And so now we bring another pair, because you have to replace it with a pair to put it through the lottery. So uh, we said, well, one opinion says that you can't use the pair of the first one that died because it was temporarily rejected. Once an animal gets put on hold, nidcha, it stays rejected. But then we quoted the opinion that said it doesn't get rejected. Uh, so now the question is, all right, let's say it's not rejected, but how do you know which one to bring? E-boy high nakriv, e-boy high nakriv. Uh, why would you bring the first one? Maybe, and as Rabbi Cohen said, it doesn't match. Maybe you should bring the other two because they're a perfect match, unless, unless somehow you did match it, right? But uh, the question is, all right, it, we don't say a reject, but how do you know which one is brought? So Amar Rava, so he brings in a rule we had a little while back, Saberle uh, Kerevyosi, and this is the rule of Revyosi, first come, first serve. The Omar Mitzvah Berishon, he says that you always take the first one that was eligible. So the first one was eligible. So of course you're not going to use the substitute because the first one was in the batter's box already. So and where did Reb Yossi say that? Hey, Reb Yossi, e, name Reb Yossi de Kupos. Maybe it's Reb Yossi by the Kupos, by the Pushka, by the funds that come in the Tanan. Shalos Kupos, Shalos Soim. There were three big Pushkas in the base of Migdush. Three saw each, Shebhem Tormenes Alishka, which they used to take the money which they used to pay for the offerings. Because of Aleim, and on these big boxes, one of them had an olive, one of them had a base, and one of them had a gimel. Why did they mark it like they were dated? First in, first out. So, Vitanya Omrev Yosi Lama Kasalem, Olive Base Gimel. Why did they date it? Why did they put one, two, three? Lay the Ezehem Nitro Rishon. So they knew which funds came in first. Lahavem and Rishon. To bring from the first funds first. Now, why can't you bring from the later funds first? Shemitzvah Berishon. He says, first come, first serve. So that's Reb Yosi. So the Mora said, well, maybe that's not the perfect proof. Again, we actually had this exact more for the in the discussion. When they had the first funds, the other funds weren't even in yet. So of course you bring them first. And they might not there might not even be second funds yet. And so that's why um Ella Rebyosi de Pesach. So where he says it more clearly is by the Corbin Pesach. It says like this Hamafish Pisco, a person sets, this is gonna be my Pesach. This is a beautiful lamb, the lamb shops will be great. This is it. And the lamb uh, the lamb packs out. It, it disappears. And we said, what do you do? You, I have no choice. I have to do another one. So then you do another one. And what happens after you get the replacement? Sure enough, the first one turns up. You need new invitations on the second one? Um, I don't know if you. Got, I don't know if they're actually at the at the place yet when they got the second one. They usually have to be, oh, yeah. You're saying if they, what happens if everybody's waiting for the the analog <laughs> and they can't find it and they get the substitute? So we had a rule that everybody had to be invited. That's a whole goat of so, a different. <laughs> right. So so I Steve mean, wants to know: Do you have to like re in, uh, re uh, count everybody on the new go- on the new uh, lamb or the new goat? I imagine so. I imagine you have to, uh, who's in, or, you know, we lost the original, but I, don't worry, I got another one, so is everybody still in, you know, or something, or uh, you'd have to, every, and, they, and, and most of the time they paid for their share. Each person paid for their share of the, so at any rate, uh, the question, what do we see over here? So the first opinion says, so you got two perfectly good lambs here. Which one do you pick? So the first opinion is, you say, well, either one, it doesn't make a difference. 
both of them are, 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 are set. You only got the second one because you couldn't find the first one, but they're both perfectly fine. Rabbi Yossi says, no, Mitzvah Rishon. If you know which one was the very first one, we say first come, first serve, and that would be the same thing over here. Um, since the first goat was eligible, uh, we put it on hold, but now that, we got, now that we fixed the problem, you're going to bring the first one. So we have two opinions on that concept. Is it a, do we look at it as a reject, or do we say, no, first come, first serve? It's an interesting concept. Uh, now, if the second one's better, then you would bring the second one. For a different reason, you always try to bring the best. Okay. Oh, so uh, the question is, we have this debate here, and now we need to figure out who's right. And again, the debate is uh, when uh, you need to replace one of the goats and you get a new pair, uh, the debate was, do you keep with the first one uh, that lost its uh, pair or do, you, or do you go with the second one? And again, we said it, the words were whether, uh, whether you say dihoi, whether you say it's rejected. And we had two opinions. So who's right? So, he said, well, I can bring a Mishnah like Rav, but the Brisa looks like Rav Yochan. <laughs> it's often like that. We have two opinions. There's solid support for both opinions. The Mishnah goes like Rav Yitani. Im shel meis. Im shel if the one that died was the one that was going to go for Hashem, the one that the lottery fell on for Hashem, uh, it's going to replace the one that died. But the original one, it sounds like the, it only, you only need to replace one. You don't need to replace the other one. So the words of the Mishnah imply First come, first serve. That we leave that original, uh, the, the the living goat gets to keep its, uh, uh, gets to be the scapegoat. He does. He's 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 lucky. He gets to stay the scapegoat. Okay, that's the way the the Mishnah sounds. Okay, Brisa. The Brisa sounds like Rabbi Yochanan. How? Because the Tani it says over there, Shani Eniyadeya. Now it says the, the second one. So Eniyadeya, which second one? Im Shani Shebezugrisham. Do we mean the second one of the first pair? Or do we mean the second of the second pair? We say, let it stand, the one that's, uh, that's standing alive, but not the one that lost its buddy. So we see we mean the second pair. Um, so that's, that's, we see in the Brisa that the first one gets rejected. How do we see that? My mashma. How, do, how did he see that in the words? So the answer is, Yamilchai Amad. It's, it, we stand it up alive, but not the one that already stood up. <laughs> That's, you know, the first one is, is, is old. It already, in other words, it sounds like there's a new standing up. So that's only if it's a replacement. It's only yam and chai, let, it, let the living one stand, but not the ones that already stood. Okay. Again, it's a, you, just, you have to kind of know how to read that in the words, but that, that's how he understood it. So again, we have two opinions, and we have sources for both. Tanan, so... What do you do when you have sources for both? You see, uh, see if you have more sources for it, if one side will end up being stronger. Because again, this had to have been decided somehow. Stronger than a Brisa, correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. We also learned, but the Gemara wants to have, bring the icing on the cake. If we can bring any proofs, uh, you know, still who's right, then we'll try to bring it. So, we learned in the Mishnah, we learned in the Mishnah, what happens if they spill the blood? 
So in that case, you're in trouble, not because the uh, animal's already dead, but you shafted it, and you, everything was perfect, but you ran out of blood because the Kohen uh, spilled the blood. So then we said, to replace it, Yamusa Mishdaleach. He said that you end up killing the scapegoat. Mesa Mishdaleach, and if the Mishdaleach died, Yishbuk Adam, you've got to spill the blood. So, uh, so according to the view that the animals rejected, that's why you can't use the scapegoat, because it's a reject, and you're stuck. But according to Rav, who says, as long as it's alive, we don't reject it, why are we killing the animal over here? Uh, so um, it, it, the only reason you would kill it is if you say that it can't be used. You're right. In Rebbe Yehuda, we didn't have this question. That's that's in Ki Amina leave the Rabbanan. Our question was in the Rabbanan, but there is that's in Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Yehuda is clear that he held that it was rejected. There's no bigger reject than saying just take this out back and kill it, right? That's uh, he held. It. In other words, there is the, he definitely held that opinion. So we're not debating in Rebbe Yehuda that he held of the reject. So Bishlema Lerabahapligi. And according to Rab, that's actually the argument. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbanan, they're arguing whether you reject it or not. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, that they're not rejected, but my plea, what's the argument? So, We already said the Mishnah follows Rav. Um, uh, that, uh, um, that Rav said that they're not rejected. Okay. So, uh, so therefore, that's not a strong question uh, because... Um, uh, He's not learning that they that they argue, okay. He's learning that they they're not rejected. Tanan uh, now Lugmore wants to try another proof again in this argument. Tanan we learned she'en chatas mesa. We learned that uh, if it's a communal offering, we never throw it out. That whole concept that uh, you have you can't do anything with an animal where the uh, sometimes you have to kill it. That's only for a private person, but the community's offerings. We, uh, we can always recycle. That implied, but a private offering, in such a case where it's put on hold, you kill it. So like Reb Yochanan, the reason would be, and we'll have to leave it for tomorrow. So again, we're working through the two opinions, whether an animal is rejected and trying to see how we paskin uh, from the various sources uh, in, this, in this ruling. Okay. Have a great day. Be well, everybody. Thank you very much, Ishka.